stop. <laughs> I really thought you were gonna end it, and then you just kept going. <laughs> but welcome back to, to the, the Coffee House Theater Company podcast. podcast. You did <laughs> not just say co. I did say co. I'm really mad at myself for that, but here we are. I'm sorry. Don't give me that look. I'm giving you that look. Okay, well. It's been a long time since we've recorded, so I guess I'm going to give you the yes. benefit of the doubt. What, like seven weeks? Well, <laughs> and also, this is coming out, like, when you guys hear this, like, we literally recorded yesterday, because this is coming out tomorrow. Yes. And so this is, like, the is, first time we're actually on time. Today like. is Sunday, and tomorrow is Monday, and tomorrow is when you'll hear this episode. Yeah, so. Do you know how many listeners we have now? I think, like, 40. Nice. Hey, random people from California. You should slide into our DMs if you're still listening. <laughs> yeah, I know. There was like, we were looking at our statistics, and there's like a group of people from California who have been like listening like all the time, and I don't think I know them, but I would love to. Yeah. So you should hit us up, follow our Instagram, and slide so into our DMs. We used to slide into our DMs on one of our like a couple other times in our episodes, and my dad last the other night was like, "What do you? What is DMs?" What, why do you always ask people to slide into your DMs? I'm like, oh my god, this sounds... This is great. <laughs> but uh, Nobody ever slides into our DMs. Yeah. We're always like, hey, come talk to us. And no one does. <laughs> we talk to each other. We so talk to each other. Okay. It's all good. So I had a very busy day. Explain. Well, I woke up after being up late last night. I don't even know what I was doing last night. Oh. We went to see my cousins from Florida, but, like, they were in Ohio. We didn't oh, okay. Go. I was just like, we okay. For one. No. Um, so I was up late, and then, so I got up this morning, and I had, I went to a self-defense class that has taken up, like, most of my day, but it wasn't, like, completely, like, a self, like, it was a self-defense class, but, like, it was a lot of, like, informational stuff, like, what to look for, how to not be the victim, like, that kind oh. of stuff, so it was informational, and then we did a little bit of, like, basic, like, pew, pew, I'm gonna hit you with my fist. It was very informational, but it was like 12.30 to 3.30. It lasted forever. Like, it was good. I liked it. Then I went over to my grandparents' house, because I've not seen them in a very, very long time, and I had some stuff I wanted to ask them about. One being when I'm going to get my computer. My grandparents, we love them. Their graduation gift to their grandkids is they buy them a brand new computer for college. Any computer they want. (sighs) Do you know what you're getting? No, I don't. I think I'm going to do an Apple. Okay. Well, you already know how to work it, so... Yeah, I really, like, I know, like, sometimes, like, HP and Dell and that stuff is, like, technically better, but I'm just so Apple, like, oriented. Yeah. So, I need to do research, but I'm very excited. Oh, that is exciting. So, yes. And then I came here, which actually does not sound like it was that busy of a day. But. But it. But it was. Well, you did more than me. I played in the snow with Mateo. Did you build a snowman? No. I can't build a snowman all by myself. And plus, Mateo will ruin it, unfortunately. Do you want to build a snowman? No, I really don't actually. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, there we go, there we go. <laughs> End scene. Okay. Um, but that's what I did. Uh, I did some homework. There you go. Boom. What you going to do about that? I did homework for once. And um, then I napped. Now here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so I did a lot, but I have to go back to college again later this evening so because um, because she's a big girl i'm a big girl yes yes sir so that's what i'm doing but i don't have any recent updates um i'm mainly just 
always at college doing homework in online class. So that's all I really have, unfortunately. What about you? Um, I mean, there's Life not much that's updates. new. It's just like this week was just so weird. Like it was kind of like a fever dream because like with the snow, we only had one and a half days of school. Oh, I didn't even know that. Because Monday we had off because it was President's Day. Okay. Tuesday we canceled. Wednesday we delayed. Thursday we canceled. And then Friday we went all day. But that, it was just so weird. Yeah. Well, we had, we actually had one day cancel this week. Did you really? It was bad. And the reason is, is even though most classes are online, you could just transfer. All, all the classes are made to be online, even though, even if you, you know, do normally meet in person. Uh, for like for the most part, but um, a lot of people use the spaces on campus to attend their online classes. Like they they go there and use the Wi-Fi. Hmm. So they're just like, okay, we're just gonna cancel everything. And I was like, darn, you know, I'm crying. But but that's nice. It was so nice. College getting canceled. That wow, we had rarely happens. As you guys know, we are in Ohio and we had so much snow. Yes, like crazy. Also, this is so so. Random. Oh my god, I do have life updates, but you go first. Okay, Keep talking. This is. I just think this is really funny because I saw this yesterday. Have you seen that thing that people were going like back and forth, like saying like, "Wait, do you know the song like Snow Miser and Heat Blister?" Like. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. So have you seen the thing where somebody's like, "Oh, like Donald Trump is like Heat Miser and Joe Biden is the Snow Miser." <laughs> and have you seen that? No. And I saw it, and it just like. It was just kind of like, because they both kind of resemble them, like, in their own way, which was yeah. kind of funny. So they were like, oh, look, guys, it kind of works out. But I saw this something yesterday that was like, guys, this is more true than ever. Because you go back to, like, last year, like, when Trump was president, and it's like, that's like when Australia was on fire and, like, all that, like, there were, oh like, fires. God, yeah. And then it's like, now, like, Joe Biden, he's like, snow miser. And, oh like, everybody's getting snowed in everywhere. Like, Texas <laughs> has snow. And I was like, hmm. Wow. I sometimes makes me wonder who's the person that makes the initial connection. Like, who are you? Why I you saw on TikTok and everybody was like, wait, 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 wait. No. She's on to something. Right <laughs> yeah, <here."> yeah. <laughs> like, That's awesome. She's on to something. Speaking of the weather, my car was like completely buried when I, I had to go to work. And so I was struggling and then my door went shut. And I, anyways, because of that, I ended up locking my keys in my car. I love that for you. But it ended up being fine. Like, AAA came and whatever, my brother brought me to work. But then the other thing is, I got ran over by a sled. <laughs> he did, he told me this. I <laughs> literally, and when I say I got ran over, like, like, ow. Like, I literally got full force, just boom, knocked off my feet, landed on my tailbone, was kind of airborne for a little bit there. Um, and I was not happy, because the thing is, is I was sledding at this big hill, um, that's in BG, and there were some other people there. There wasn't, like, too many people, but somebody went down, and you would think if you're about to run over a person, you would be like, watch out, you know? Or, like, your friends up on the top of the hill would be like, watch out! There's a but person! But no, no one said anything, because I was there with my friend, and she was, like, turned around, because she was getting up from... She was on the ground, too, because she had just gone down the hill, and she didn't hear them say anything. And Grandma got run over by yeah. sled. Sled. And so, anyways, I put it on my private story, yeah, and then Eric, Erica was like, like, Grandma got ran over by a reindeer type of S-H-I-T. And I was like, 
Yes, that's exactly what happened. So it really hurt, and I already have a lot of back problems, so big oof. Speaking of Erica, Erica made me think of, like, that, the whole friend, like, our, that, you know, like, that friend group where Lindsay okay. and Lauren are also, like, involved, like, that. Oh, yeah, yes, Okay, yes. so I was with Lauren the other day, and we were talking about dogs, and because I was telling her that Cody and I got a dog named Milo, and her and I made the connection, not only is there a Milo, a Milo, a Mateo, and a Mila, but the four... <laughs> People who named the dogs that also all went to Michigan together, which also starts with an M. <gasps> That's weird. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, even though you didn't technically name Milo. Technically not. But, but it's still really weird. I mean, I mean, I, I agreed with it. Caitlin, well, because Caitlin named her. Her dog Milo. Milo, and then my dog's name is and Milo. And Caitlin came up with the name Milo, but Lauren liked it and decided to keep it. And then Mateo, and we all went to ah. <laughs> I'm messed up right now. I'm like, what is happening? That's crazy. I said it without even thinking about it, and then Lauren was like, "Whoa, I never even thought of that." That's weird. And literally, it wasn't that long ago, like a year ago, none of the dogs were alive. Correct. Not a single one of those dogs existed. Yep. That's Whoa. crazy. I'm so random. But anyways, you have any, any other life updates? Nah. I'm Gucci. How is... Let's talk about your coffee then. Um, boom, chicka, boom. So here's the thing, listeners. <laughs> we have failed you. We went to Dollar General and I am drinking a Starbucks caramel macchiato and you are drinking a... Ice espresso vanilla latte. <laughs> two basic things that we talked about in our very first episode that we were going to try to stay away from. Yeah, we failed you once again. <laughs> um, see, the thing is, it's I was going to go... Delicious. Well, it's hard when we record on Sundays because not a lot of places are mm-hmm. open. That's the main, like, the main downfall. And so I could have probably went somewhere else, but there's, like, I have, like, two options other than, like, something from Dollar General. Yeah, and then I fine. fell asleep. So here we are. But... How do you like yours, then? It's very good. I like it a lot. I like mine, too. It's actually... I figured it would be a little bit more um, sugary, like, fake coffee taste, but it actually isn't. Mine's not either. I Which I kind of like. I could more. actually drink this, like, a lot. Like, this is very good. Yeah, that's what I Except was thinking. Except it's 220 calories per bottle, which is kind what? of a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I see. So I yeah I think this is really good. I would recommend. I would recommend. Actually, they're in like the they're not the normal Starbucks bottles. Not the like big like the glass ones. They're not those. They're like little plastic ones that are right by it. Iced espressos. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Well. Yeah. Anyway, should we get started with today's episode? I am ready. Yes. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? I'll go first. Okay. I don't know why. I just will. Okay. So, this musical I actually heard about before, and I remember someone telling me that they love this musical, and it's really underrated, and I was like, hmm, okay, but I decided that I would do it, and I I remember, I wrote this one a long time ago, but I remember liking it. Well, I, like, yeah, I, like, put it all down on this document a while ago, but I remember liking it. So, this is Bright Star. Okay, Act 1. In 1946... Editor Alice Murphy greets the audience and tells them that instead of overseeing other people's stories, she is going to tell her own. One year earlier, in the town of Hayes Creek, 
Serviceman and, and aspiring writer Billy Kane returns home after serving in World, World War II. He reunites with his father and his childhood friend Margot before learning that his mother has died. Several weeks later, Billy visits Margot and tells her he is going to submit his stories to the Asheville Southern Journal. Upon arriving at the offices of the journal, he finds himself rebuffed by employees Daryl and Lucy, random mixture. Um, however, Alice, so back to Alice, finds herself charmed by a brazen lie that Billy tells and considers accepting his stories. She later declines Lucy's invitation to a dance, but privately reflects on a time when she would have gone to a dance. So she's like a little bit older. Not like old, old, but like she's talking about like back in the day. I, yeah. Okay. Flashing back. Again. Tonight. Flashing <laughs> back again. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, if you've seen our pre or listened to our previous episodes, that is Princess What's Her Name. And that's probably why you're disappointed in us for even mentioning it. But <laughs> flashing back to 1923, a 16-year-old Alice flirts with Jimmy Ray Dobbs in her hometown of Zebulon, North Carolina. When Alice returns home later that night, her parents reprimand her while pondering her unfortunate future. Meanwhile, Jimmy Ray returns home only to be lectured by his father, Mayor Josiah Dobbs, on what the future holds for him. In 1945, upon receiving encouragement from Alice in the form of a $10 check, Billy decides to settle down in Asheville and dedicate his life to writing. So this is Billy Nut. It kind of just jumps around a lot. Okay. Um, I, think, I think I'm following. Okay, Margot reflects that she had other hopes for her future with Billy, but she decides to put her, her hopes aside and be supportive of his dreams. So back to 1923, Alice and Jimmy Ray make their way to the riverbank and make love. Sometime later, Alice goes to see the town physician, Dr. Norquist, after feeling ill, only to learn she is pregnant. Dr. Norquist and Mayor Dobbs arrange for Alice to stay in a remote cabin for the duration of her pregnancy. She divides her time in isolation by knitting a sweater for the baby Aww. and talking about their child with Jimmy Ray when he visits. Solely after giving birth to a baby son, Alice and her mother learn that Mayor Dobbs and Alice's father have secretly put the child up for adoption. Alice tries to make her father change his mind but loses the argument. Mayor Dobbs departs with the baby in a valise? Valise? I don't know what that is. Anyways. And boards the train to Hayes Creek before throwing the valise into the river when no one is looking. Wait, the, that's the baby, right? Yeah. You, Aaron? What? You've already done this one. No, I haven't. Yes, you definitely have. How? When? Where? In one of the other episodes. No, I did not. Did I really? I thought it sounds really familiar when you said you were going to do it, but because at the end it turns out like if his Oh my God. Is, no, I thought I didn't do this one yet. <laughs> I didn't do this one. Well, um, what do we do now? <laughs> Don't know. Uh, do I just go and make it a really short episode? Yeah, sorry guys. Um, what? Because <laughs> remember, I, it's like the ending is like. Okay, the, so you remember. She felt like the baby had died. Oh or my whatever, god! I'm sorry, like the, everyone. But the baby hadn't been in the bag when she threw it into the river, or he threw it into the river. Um, I'm really mad at myself <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> this is embarrassing. You know, this is the story of my life. I got ran over by a sled this week, so this is just typical for so me. So when you said you were doing Bright Star, I was like, my brain just thought, oh, I tried to look up that one, but I couldn't find much about it. But then when you were like, oh, I wrote it a long time ago, but I really liked it, I was like, 
I really hope she hasn't done this already. And then you're telling the story, and the names really did not sound familiar. Then all of a sudden, you're like, baby, up for adoption, in a bag, throwing in the, ri- bag oh, in the no! river. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm sorry to disappoint you once again. Um, I mean, it's a, it is a really it good one. It is a really good one, but okay. Um... Well, we start. We did record these like a long time ago, so it probably. So, I'm so sorry. Wow, look at me. <laughs> I am the most forgetful person. It's okay. You okay. Just... Well, you know what? Rachel has a new one for you, and you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Okay, this I'm might awful. be. Sorry, people from it's... California. <laughs> just, just those guys. If you're just not from you. California. You <laughs> don't. <count. laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh my god, I'm an awful person. You're not. Yes. It's, oh, Aaron. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> She's gonna... Me having a mental breakdown during the podcast. <laughs> Typical. Aaron. We're gonna like end the podcast. I'm gonna leave. She's gonna cry. It's. Okay. I'm kidding. It's okay. We're good. Okay. You. So what are you doing then? You gotta. You have to make up for me. I'm doing tick tick boom. That's okay. The name of the musical that I'm. Doing. Is it good? Yes. I've heard a few. Like I've. I've heard of this before. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be, though, so I don't know if I'm also thinking of, like, if there's a different show that's kind of similar to the title, like, musical. I don't know. It wasn't exactly what I thought, but it'll be good, I'm sure. I'm going to just... Can we, like, bring this forward now that uh, it's just me? Okay, everyone, it's going to be a little wonky wonk. We have a new setup. Again. Ah, that looks better. Okay. Okay, we're good. <laughs> we have a new setup, and so we're trying to get the mic in a spot for both of us. Okay, anyway... <clears throat> The plot of Tick, Tick, Boom. Over a persistent ticking sound, John introduces himself, and he says, The sound you are hearing is not a technical problem. It's not a musical cue. It is not a joke. It is the sound of one man's mounting anxiety. I am that man. Oh, gosh. What the heck? <laughs> okay. And then it goes on back with the plot. It goes, John is an aspiring composer for musical theater who lives in Soho, New York. He's nearing his 30th birthday and worries about his aging and lack of achievement. Michael, a friend of John's since childhood, gave up acting to pursue a more lucrative career as a research executive. Susan, John's girlfriend, is a dancer who teaches ballet to wealthy and untalented children. In quotes. Me. Except without the wealthy. (laughs) Just just the untalented. (laughs) Yes. Oh, gosh. Okay. Susan and John discuss the upcoming 30th birthday party that she's throwing for him. She pressures him to plan happy bir- to play happy birthday to you to himself on the piano at the party, but he's hesitant because it reminds him of the aging aspect of birthdays. Michael wants to secure a job interview for John with Michael's firm. Again, John is hesitant, but agrees to think it over. Later, on the roof of his apartment building, John reveals that he is also nervous about an upcoming workshop of his newest musical, Superbia. Superbia? Superbia. Okay, okay. Susan comes to join him. He comments on her dress and how beautiful it makes her look. The next morning, John is awake early. Susan asks him about the possibility of leaving for New York. Susan wants to raise a family and does not view that as compatible with John's starving artist lifestyle. John is torn between following his dreams of composing and opting for security and family in a different career. Meanwhile, the other two characters recap their views on what John should do. John's recap, however, is cut short, so he needs to report to his day job as a waiter in the Soho Diner. So, he's like a basic struggling artist. Yeah. He wants to get famous, not working too hot. He's a diner waiter. Uh, yeah. Okay. Typical, yes. 
Typical for people Typical. trying to get into the musical theater business. Love it. No, After work, Michael picks up John in his brand new BMW to show John his new apartment. Michael exalts at the thought of a life of luxury and pressures John, John to further consider changing his career path. Frustrated, John finally agrees to accompany Michael to work the next day and visit a brainstorming session at his firm. Back at home, John phones his parents and then his agent. He plans to spend the remainder of the evening composing, but he's interrupted from a call from Susan, who wants to see him. They argue, I'll bet, in a passive and psychological manner that scarcely seems like an argument at all. On Monday morning, John walks to Michael's office for his brainstorming session. On the way, John thinks back to a workshop in which his work was reviewed by a composer so legendary his name may not be uttered aloud. The name of the song is ST line 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 S line 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 line. That's literally the name of the song. Uh, okay, how would you even be like ST line 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 I don't know if they're ST. like song is like stuff. So, I don't oh, know. Maybe okay. Do you have any you something Do you new? have any guesses of who this person is? Wait, what was it again? Can I see it? No. Oh, is it that Stephen it's, guy? It's a Stephen. It's a Stephen, you know, the one guy. Sondheim? Yeah. Oh, I'm stupid. I was thinking okay. the other. He was someone else. It's okay, but his work was reviewed by a composer so legendary his name may not be uttered aloud, so literally they don't say the name in the song. Okay, this makes sense. He also worries about his musical lifestyle and its place on Broadway, but has little time to develop his train of thought before he arrives at Michael's firm. The brainstorming session involves naming a cooking fat substitute through a convoluted idea-generating process. John sees the futility of the process, and his unwillingness to cooperate gets him removed from the meeting. Later, mm -hmm. as John drives Michael to the airport for a business trip, they argue about the meeting. Michael tells John that the life Susan wants doesn't sound bad, and that he wishes his job could give him a chance to settle down. After dropping Michael off, John goes to rehearsal for su Superbia, but not before stopping to get a snack of Twinkies. Random, but <laughs> love it. And love then there's friend. a song called Sugar. I think it's about Sugar. the Twinkies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At the market, he spies Caressa Johnson, one of his actors for Superbia. She reveals a similar weakness for Twinkies. And this leads to a sudden friendship between the two. Oh, bombing over Twinkies. After the rehearsal, Susan sees John and Carissa walking together and becomes jealous. She informs John that she's gotten a job in Northampton, Massachusetts, which may be permanent. John and Susan argue about the state of their relationship in a turnaround from the events leading up to therapy. John begs Susan to stay and be with him. Despite this, she leaves for home and John thinks about what may have happened to make her behave this way. So... She saw them together, but he didn't realize they saw it, and, like, it was innocent, but she didn't realize that. Oh, okay. And she was jealous, and she got mad and left, and he has no clue what's going on. Okay, then. I don't know how I really feel about this Susan girl. Same. Okay. Yeah. The next morning, John arrives at the theater for the workshop of Superbia. Although initially the theater is empty, soon it is filled with very important people. John's friends and family, as well as Broadway producers and artists, including John's idol... Once again, ST, line, oh. line, 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 S. I'd line, be freaking line, out. Line, 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 line. I feel like I'm just struggling to be picked up. See how little that is? I guess you're right. Ah. Oh. This episode might be a hot mess. Well, I'm the, that's my fault. Let's be real. Okay, you know what? I got you. Suddenly we can hear 
Is that any better? I don't know. I'm just going to get a little bit closer. Okay. 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 I'll just be loud. I think you're fine. All right. Anyway, so this ST dot dot dot, or line, 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 S, line, 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 is there. <gasps> oh, okay. okay. Caressa steals the show with her performance of Come to Your Senses. The workshop is, is a success, and John gets many congratulations, but there are no offers to produce su Superbia on or off-Broadway. John is no closer to being a professional composer, and so, in his eyes, the workshop has been a failure. After the workshop, John visits Michael and tells him that he is through with music. For the first time, though, Michael tries to persuade him to stick with it. Michael says that while he enjoys how he makes a lot more money now that he did as a starving artist, he finds the job itself to be emotionally banal and unrewarding. The two argue, and John yells at Michael for not understanding fear or insecurity. Michael responds by telling John that he is HIV positive. Wait, what? That Michael is? Michael. He yeah, tells... tells John that he's HIV positive during this fight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shocked at the news, John leaves quickly. Depressed and alone, or not depressed, I mean mood, but no. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, distressed and alone, John wanders through Central Park until he finds himself in the abandoned theater inside Belvedere Castle. He finds an old rehearsal piano and begins to play it while collecting his thoughts. John ponders on whether the amount of sacrifice required for his career in music is worth it, and whether those telling him to have it all, play the game, are right. Ultimately, he realizes that he will only be happy as a professional composer no matter what the hardships that may bring. The next morning is John's 30th birthday party. He sees Susan, who is getting ready to leave. She gives him his birthday gift, a thousand sheets of blank manuscript paper. They agree to write each other, and she leaves. Michael gives him a birthday gift of belts, Michael thinks belts are a sign of luxury. Okay. He's like, ah. I'm there's always just... I'm, Michael's just kind of all over the place. Yeah, this is... Every once in a while, Michael's there's a random like, detail. We're fighting. I'm HIV positive. Also, Michael, belts are luxury. <laughs> you ain't wrong. So, at this party, the phone rings. Mm. And and the caller is... ST. Except the name is Reveal. Steven Sondheim. That was pretty good. I don't know. We did really good at that. That was really, that was not practice. <laughs> it really wasn't. Okay. Anyway, Sondheim leaves John his contract, contact information so they can meet and discuss Superbia. John realizes that he is surrounded by friends and that his talents are finally being recognized. He says, the tick tick booms are softer now. I can barely hear them. And I think if I play loud enough, I can drown them out completely. John sits down at his piano to play happy birthday to you. And that's the end. Oh, I like that. I do too. Dang, why well, I've never hear about this one? I don't know. I was it was I don't know what I was thinking of cuz it was like a friend of mine and I thought she was like, "Oh, I know you like musicals, so you should listen to Tick Tick Boom, but it's really dark." And I thought it was about a school shooting is what I thought she oh. had said. And I was like really not like excited to do that cuz I'm like, "That does not sound like a very good musical." Oh, yeah, no. God bless. That wasn't what it was. But maybe she and I, I could have sworn she said it was called Tick Tick Boom, so I was like which kind of would make sense. <laughs> as bad as that sounds. I thought, I, I was like, okay, I need a musical that most people really haven't heard of. I guess I'll do one about a school shooter and we'll put a trigger warning in it. But it wasn't about that, so we're good. And I'm very happy. Like, okay, yeah, I like this one a lot. I did, I like it. I the, think it definitely made up for me. I really do. It was very, very good. I want to listen to the music, like, really do now. I've listened to a few songs. It's good. <gasps> okay. Yeah, Amazing. So, 
I don't know what my friend was talking about. <laughs> I don't know either. Or if I just got the name wrong. Maybe it was called Boom Tick Tick or something. I don't know. Yeah. But this one was very, very good. Or Boom and, Tick Boom. Or and, Tick Tick Boom Tick. And. Okay. It's being turned into a movie musical. I think Lynn is producing it. Really? In oh. 2021, it's supposed to come out. <gasps> okay, so I'm definitely we'll listening soon. to it. That's awesome. This was a perfect one then to do because it's like not really known, but it could be really big soon. Yeah. Lynn is helping with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, yeah, I really liked it. I was happy with it. And yes, it did make up for yours. Except oh. now our episode is really short. Also, little side note real quick. Lynn is Lin-Manuel Miranda who wrote Hamilton. For oh. people who don't just <laughs> refer to him by his first name. Aren't you on a first name basis? <laughs> Aren't you on a first name basis? Because we are. <laughs> he has no clue who we are. <laughs> but maybe he does not live in California. But what if he did live in California and he was one of the random listeners? <gasps> That'd be my dream come true, but that's definitely not the case. <laughs> Nor has anyone famous listened to this, but that's okay. You're famous. You California people. <laughs> if you're not from California, you're probably not. No, okay. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the ones who are from Europe, maybe they're also famous. That's true. Good point. If you are from Ohio or <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're we so appreciate mean. you listening, but you are not famous. <laughs> So, that, I guess, is it. Our coffee, once again, would recommend. Yes. I really enjoy it. It's going to help me on my ride back. I thought you said, I don't really enjoy it. No, I really, sorry, I really enjoy it. My diction sometimes. It's okay, girl. So. All right. Well. Sorry for the short episode. It's but okay. I'm sure it's fine. But thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate it. We, yes, we are so happy. And check us out if you haven't on the social media even though i've said this many times but or our website which i kind of forget we have yep <laughs> i should like add more stuff but i was just, just thinking about that i was like i have a website for like the podcast but i think i've been on it once are you serious i've been on it more than once but you can yeah maybe we'll spice it up a bit on there wow. maybe okay that is it then right correct okay So thank you, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.